Hey John, how's it going? How are you today? Doing okay. Uh, woke up a bit later than usual because I, I sat up late last night, uh, learning how to play mahjong. Uh, <laughs> I ended up going to bed at like seven in the morning because I watched like an hour-long mahjong video. Holy shit. Um, I don't know why I got the sudden urge to learn how to play it. Uh. I know I recently tried playing it in uh, Final Fantasy XIV, and I had no idea what was going on. Because uh, I used to know how to play Mahjong, and then I forgot, because it's been, like, a very long time. But I made the mistake of watching a video right before bed. Uh, so not only did I waste, like, an hour, uh, but now I've also, again, forgotten how to play Mahjong because I watched it right before going to bed. How do you forget an entire game? I don't know. It just happens. I just don't retain information well. Well, I, I, I retain information well if it's, like, things that my brain decides is worth keeping around. Uh, which is, a lot of the time, is stuff like Homestuck lore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I'm, I'm doing okay. It's been a week. I'm chilling. Mm -hmm. How about you? What have you been up to? I think it's really funny that you stayed up last night learning how to play Mahjong because uh, last night uh, me and my friends finished our group watch of the Kaiji anime, um, which is uh, not not Mahjong themed, um, but there is a Mahjong arc in the manga <laughs> that I will probably never read because apparently you need to you need to understand how Mahjong works um, to actually appreciate that part of the manga. Uh, but I, there's, there's some spiritual connection going on there, I think. I think the phrase Mahjong arc is really funny. Um, yeah. Is, is yeah. There, is there, right. is there a poker arc? Is there a, is there a, there's, I can't think of any other gambling games. <laughs> there's a Yahtzee arc. Yo! <laughs> Um, not, it's, it's like whatever, it, it, it's basically Yahtzee. It's like, uh, it, it, it has some different Japanese name and the rules are a little bit different, but the ICD is still like, you roll like three dice and then you get points based on, uh, you, what you rolled, um, and you gamble based on it. And there's like different combinations that are worth more or less or like ones that make you lose instantly. Yeah. Um, and that, that was probably my favorite arc of the, of the tv of the anime um i would recommend kaiji for sure uh but yeah if you like uh gambling um and stories about uh people getting fucked over by big companies um and the crippling burden of debt it's a pretty good one would definitely recommend it dang that sounds crazy yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty wild um because it, it'll go between, like, oh, like, Kaiji is in debt and he is forced to work in, a in like, a labor camp um, to pay off his debt uh, to this horrible company. And he's kept enslaved uh, to his own desires by them selling him, like, beer yeah. for a chunk of his <laughs> paycheck. And then it goes from that to, like, oh, we're going to do, like, an Ocean's Eleven scheme to to figure out how to win this pachinko machine and it's insane <laughs> damn that's crazy yeah would, would really 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 would recommend the the show kaiji pretty good anime i'll keep that in um, mind 
I don't know, I don't really have much else going on in my life right now. I mean, between now and the last week when we recorded. Yeah. Um uh, what what have I been up to besides Why are all my friends time? getting into Final Fantasy 14? I I I don't know. Like it's for for me like I I played it for a bit back in like 2019 and I I wanted to come back to it but like I was doing like junior year and senior year school stuff so like i never really had the time to come back to it uh i don't know why everyone else is deciding to to get into it the <laughs> it, it, it seems like a decent mmo um i like I'm it not like a i'm not like a big mmo i mean like you're like a world you were like a world of warcraft like head when i met you yeah and i'm i've never been very like mmo prone um the only thing I really know about uh, 14 is that, like, every dang character in it looks the same. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry to any Final Fantasy 14 players out there, but, like, it, it, it all of the characters, uh, like, you get, like, the, the race and gender combination and all the characters look the damn same. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. <laughs> um, I... I I think fourteen's enjoyable, but the whole thing with it is like, it's it's very much a Final Fantasy game that just happens to be an MMO. Like, huh. it's it is. Granted, I haven't played many MMOs, but like compared to World of Warcraft, um, the story takes way more of center stage. Like, huh. uh, in in WoW, you will have like these dungeons. That just like yeah, there's like story to them, but they they don't there's not really that much relevance to them. But with with fourteen, like everything is story driven. Even like the hard mode version of a dungeon will have like an extension of the story of a, or a completely different story, and it's 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 wild how much story is packed into that game. What the fuck? I, That's just like kind of sick. Yeah, I I keep forgetting that it's an MMO. Like like uh, one of my friends who is very much way more into the game than I am will like want to like do stuff with me and I'm like dude I'm like I'm in plot right now I don't want to do stuff I'm I am in the story <laughs> but it's I mean, fun it's that, interesting that's cool I guess that's cool um how many Final Fantasies have you played out of curiosity I I played 7 when I was a kid and I have no idea what happens in the game anymore I just know that I really like Cloud and Sephiroth <laughs> Uh, and, like, I played 15, and, like, that's it. That's, that's my Final Fantasy exposure, and I've played every Kingdom Hearts game. I feel like those should count to an extent. (laughs) I, okay, I guess we can, we can count those a little bit, um, because it, Nomura is just, like, converging everything into one nightmare singularity hole. Yes, yes, I love Nomura. I want him to keep doing Uh, that. Um, I played a bit of 15. I think I pl- got, like, 30 hours into it, and I don't know if I got, like, anywhere in the story. I don't remember anything that was happening in the story, but, like, I remember, like, really enjoying the experience of just, like, cruising around in, like, a cool car yeah. with the boys. Yeah, that it, it, that is such an enjoyable part of it, and it. a lot of people say that, like, that's the reason why they hate the game, is because you're just driving around. Oh, that's the best part. It's it's the best part. 
Like, after after a certain point, you don't get to, like, drive around as much anymore, because, like, after a certain chapter, like, the, everything gets way more linear, and you're, like, doing, like, really heavily scripted stuff, and you don't get to get, you don't get to chill anymore. Like, the moments where you're chilling, that's what makes the game great. Yeah, yeah. I, more games, like, I think that the more that a game captures, like, that feeling of, you know, just hanging out with the boys... It's it's I think it's a good thing that more games should strive to do. Absolutely, driving around in my cool sports car with th- th- me and three of my other heterosexual best friends. <laughs> Great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, I never finished it. I'm probably never gonna finish it. Uh, but yeah, Dang. I like that one a lot. That's unfortunate. I I, I love the story. I finished it. I thought it was great. All right. Maybe someday I'll go back to it. There's, like, other FF games I want to play, though, which is, like, mostly like the old ones. Yeah. I've played 9. 9 is, the, like, the only Final Fantasy um, that, like, I've finished. Um, and I like it a lot. It's really, really good, and I wish more of them were like it, but the reason that it's... Like, Final Fantasy 9, I think we've talked about this before, but, like... Or I've talked about it before, but, like... It has this weird thing where, like... Uh, because it's, like, so radically different from the games, like, that came before and after it... Um, it has its own kind of, like, isolated little fandom. Yeah. Um, like, Final Fantasy IX fans are, well, not, like, super few, but, like, it's, it's, we're, they are, like, we are, like, a, a distinctly, like, different group than the, the seven, the eight, like, seven, eight, ten fans. Yeah. Um. And I, I'm I have to, I have to evangelize for a nine every time it gets every time Final Fantasy gets brought up because it's really really good. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy is cool. I guess Kingdom Hearts is pretty cool. If only played two and three D and three <laughs> D was three D. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been meaning to. I've been, I I I play. I finished playing two like a while ago. Like we we're talking about that on the show like months ago. Um, and I've been meaning to go back and play one. Uh, I just haven't felt like it yet. I, that's kind of, that that's kind of unfortunate because I think it is way harder to play one if you play two before it. Uh, that's what I've heard. And that's like why I'm hesitant to like go and play the other ones. Cause I've heard that two is just the best one. Yeah. From, from a gameplay standpoint, uh, two, two is probably the, has the best gameplay. And like, if that's the first one you play going to like any other game is not, it's not going to feel great. Especially one, because one has... I think one definitely has some of the most clunky gameplay, and it, it does not feel satisfying a lot of the time. I mean, like I also played the I I, I played um near Atama before I played the original near, so like I feel like once once you do that, you can do anything. Um, in terms of like clunky clunky prequel gameplay or like games came before early in the series, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Square Enix. Well, no, fuck Square Enix. Um, <laughs> shout out to some of the games that they've made. I hate Square Enix. Respectable. Respectable. <laughs> Dang. Uh, Anything else we want to talk about before we hop in? I don't know. This this reading has, like, maybe half an hour of material in it. And, like, I just want to stall for time. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. What's, what's something else I've done this week? Uh... Oh, I started reading a manga called Ranger Reject, uh, which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, You're posting some panels from that on Twitter, right? Yeah. Um, I I I heard about it 
earlier this year. Uh, there was talk about it because the author is known for some other manga called like what's it called like the quintessential something. I don't know something. I don't know anything about manga. Something that was really popular and is like getting an anime adaptation, and everyone's really excited for it. That like know about it or whatever. I don't know. I didn't care. Uh, the the manga that he's writing now is about it's about Sentai. Uh, I love Sentai. Go go Power Rangers. Very epic. <laughs> very cool. Um, but the main character is like one of the like faceless, nameless henchmen. Uh, that that you you see get kind of thrown away in Sentai series. Uh, like the mm-hmm. like the like the putties in in, in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Until you uh, know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but the the whole premise is that like the Ranger team like completely eradicated like the vast majority of the bad guys like within a year of them appearing, and they're just like keeping the remnants around so that like every Sunday they can stage like really cheesy fake battles and. It's it's about the one of the bad guys just finally getting fed up with it and like deciding that he's going to kill all the rangers. It's I think it's really cool and and really interesting so far. I I it sounds I like a recommend political it. thriller. It there there <laughs> there were there was some political stuff that, that I was kind of getting weird vibes about. Like uh, th- there was this one segment where like. Uh, one of the human characters was like, yeah, my parents, uh, when, when the aliens first arrived were like, literally they had like an aliens lives matters protest, like in the manga. And Mm -hmm. there was this weird sequence where they were like forcing the kid to say it. And it was like portraying it as like, you can't, you can't force your kids to like believe anything and do protests with you it's it it was got weird vibes from it uh but that character uh he he was very much he wanted to be a ranger like it it came off as like a character who wants to be a cop and the it, it was very much painting him as like in the wrong but like the way it was like all set up was like really weird and i it it felt wrong and I didn't like it. Uh, but everything else, uh, fine and dandy. We love ourselves a, a clunky race-related metaphor yeah. here on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, great stuff uh, all around. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, that, that's not, that sounds cool. I've, like, never been, like, it, like, Sentai stuff has, like, never really appealed to me. Um, but, like, I, it's, like, one of those things where, like, I respect anybody who is into it. Like, I have to respect it as a hobby. Yeah. Or, like, as an interest. Yeah. Um, it's like Transformers. It's like, I don't quite get it myself, but, like, I gotta respect anybody who's into it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, it's like Homestuck. Just like um, Homestuck. That thing that we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah, I figure, I figure we might as well just do this. Um, it... Like I said, like nothing really to avoid here, but like there's not really a not really a ton to to review. Um. But uh, yeah, shall we? Sure. All right. All right. Well, um, w- listeners may remember that last week we had one of our most uh, 
maybe not action-packed, but um, certainly a stacked reading. Uh, tons of great stuff in it. Um, we left off. Uh, John put his hand into the little homestuck house that was uh, Caliborn's old treasure that is a weapon against him now, and he and John was zapped out of existence by it. Uh, and his hands are all over the comic now. Frightening. Um, frightening. Yeah, weird stuff going on. Um, Caliborn, uh, we got some more updates on his on his quest, uh, which uh, we got to see him conquering all the planets and uh, getting all getting all the the felt. Um, and now we're gonna do something completely different than all that, and we're gonna be Spade Slick, and we're gonna get some weird subplot with him. Let's I go! Guess. Let's go! <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm in, I'm in favor of this. I think I, I like Spade Slick. I like all the Midnight Crew content, even though there's one of them left and he's now a machine man. Um, but uh, yeah, happy to be here. Um, so we rejoin on Spade Slick. Uh, at the scene of Hussey's murder. Um, how many pages and acts ago? Uh, it's did this happen? It's been a while. I. I don't know how long exactly. I, I, didn't, I didn't go back and check. Because when... <laughs> when Hussey, um, like, died, that was, like, shortly before he showed up in, like, the Dream Bubble Desert and gave the ring to Riska. Yeah, I... And that was forever yeah, ago. Yeah, okay, I, I, I've got it pulled up. Uh, Hussey, Hussey was shot down on page, uh, 4,812. Oh my god. So it has been a while. His his corpse has been chilling. It has been 1300 pages. Uh but yeah, we finally are we're finally back. Um uh Spades has c- climbed back up out of the water that he was thrown into um and is now uh viewing the scenery. So we're back where we left off. Um, we look over, uh, we see on the, on the horizon, um, where we still don't know, like, where this is. Um, I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong on anything I say. Uh, but, uh, so Spadesley looks out to the horizon, there's some shit going on over there, um, it looks like there's, a. Seven little circles and a couple of words floating, but they're they're too small. Some of them look like uh the the they look it looks like the little act machines. Yeah. Um, whatever those are. Um, but yeah, those are all the way over there. Uh, we we look around. Uh, Hussey's dead body. Um, there's a reference to uh a t- to some <laughs> pledge involving a yellow ruler here. Um, and it's me, whatever personally transpired between Hussey and Spade Slick, I'm not like super, I don't find that super interesting. Um, but this did kind of get me thinking about like the, the, the ruler, right? And the, the yellow mile, the yellow yard, yardstick, yellow yard, um, and how weird it is to think about how like the the time gap between when like that whole distance that the 
the the Prospician battleship had to fly, um, was like exactly engineered, like in text by Hussey, to 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 basically sync up with when the meteor would get there. Yeah. Um, and how much I'm not, and how it, it, it just. There are still some things about like Hussey being a character in the comic that rub me the wrong way. And I think that may be one of them. Um, it's just weird to think about. Yeah, because like there, there's a lot that points at Hussey the character just being like j- just like plain and simple, just a self-insert that's like omniscient, all-knowing, just here to like mess with the characters and like just coexist with them. But then there are like other things that like point like 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 this line uh a, 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 like a pledge like like what is, what does that mean like who is hussy the character and like what pledge is he making like yeah like what stakes does hussy the character face here like um like why is he like personally involved with with spade slick like what is he getting out of this besides like uh making the story go a certain way for the in, in the interest of Hussey the person writing the story yeah um i, I yeah i i think that that kind of gets to the like the core issue of like why i i i'm still like really on the fence about the whole like Hussey self-insert thing is because um i i have a really difficult time like it's kind of hard to assign anything to him as a character. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the, I can't, I can't really blame anybody for who like bitches about this. Um, when talking about how much they don't like, like act six and stuff. Cause I feel like this, like it is really frustrating at times to have like Hussey, the character be in the comic and have his motivations be like completely indiscernible. Um, and just be like, all right, just trust me. You gotta. This will all make sense, like in for in like it, it, x amount of pages. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 a little bit frustrating. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, he's dead. Um, he's been killed. Um, Caliborn came back later in life and uh, shot him to death. Um, great. Rest in peace. Fucked up. Um. Uh, Slick uh notices that Lord English has left behind his big old machine gun for some reason. Um. He takes it, turns it into a in, into the, into the staff thing. Uh, it's got the green sun on top of it. Um. Did we ever? I feel like I asked this like forever ago, but like, it is the is the green sun on the on Lord English's gun slash staff? Like, is that the actual green sun? I I don't think so. I think there's some kind of like alchemization nonsense going on. Like, I don't I don't know. It it seems like something on par with like the staffs that had Skya on the tip. Like, 
Skya wasn't like literally on the tip. <laughs> but it was. It, it was, but it also wasn't, and it, it's it's all this it's weirdness. I don't know. Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I mean the thing that I, I thought it was really cool, like how the like there were the Skya staffs, like I thought that was awesome, like having like this like oh this is just literally like Skya is like also here. Like it's just another instance of it that is also affected by things and the reckoning starts there. Like, I think that's awesome. Um, I guess it's cool to see, like, a shout-out to it here, but, like, it's just weird. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to come off, like, too much, like, an obnoxious nerd nitpicking stuff. Um, but it, it's hard to, like, not go there when the staff looks, when it's, like, the kind of just the same setup in staff mode. It's, it's, it's all falling apart, listeners. Aiden is starting to hate Act 6. It's, it's, it's crumbling around us. <laughs> I can also just appreciate that it looks cool. Um, okay, I don't, I don't hate Act 6. I, 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 I'm expressing frustrations with Hussey being in the comic, um, but I'm, I'm enjoying myself. And uh, I think that the, the felt antics that are coming up, I think I, I definitely enjoyed a lot. Good. Um, sorry. Okay, so uh, Space Slick uh, runs into Miss Paint. Uh, she's okay. Thank God. Um... She has no idea where he went. Uh, Spades starts to, like, put the moves on her a little bit. Hussey declares <laughs> they are now canon. I'm so happy for Let's them. Let's go! <laughs> it, it's so funny how, like, um, he says that and, like, immediately, like, on the next two panels, like, like, on the, like, the two panels later, like, they're holding hands walking through the mansion. So good. Great stuff. It's pretty great. Um, but yeah, uh, Miss Paint does not know where uh, Lord English went. Um, but uh, she does know where all of Slick's stuff is. And so she takes him to it, uh, where Trio de Moore, uh, what I can only assume are like real estate photos, like <laughs> tinted blue. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but Slick gets his stuff back. He gets his hat back. He gets his, uh, I'm, I'm so thankful because he looks so weird without his hat. Bald. Um, <laughs> bald ass bitch. Um, Sky Dog's Knife, uh, the Midnight Crew book. Um, and, uh, most importantly, he's got, uh, Dai's, uh, voodoo doll. Great stuff. With all the pins in it. Um, can you refresh me on how this works? Because it, it, it's still confusing. Hang on. Let me pull up the wiki page so that I make sure that I, I don't, like, misdescribe it. Because I, the way I remembered it was it was like, if if the pins are taken out, you are taken to a timeline where they are still alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Die carries a voodoo doll and a number of pins corresponding to both the felt and the midnight crew. Uh, when a pin is inserted into the doll, the holder is warped to an alternate timeline defined by the death of whoever the pin corresponded to, although the nature of time and death vary greatly. They sure do. They sure do. So, 
assuming that is an accurate explanation, um, so Slick has the doll and he ha- and uh, all of the pins are in it. Um, so a- a- all of the he he's currently in a timeline where all the of the felt are dead. Um. So here he removes all the pins except for the black one, though, because that could lead to some really weird consequences. <laughs> apparently, um, is that still something? Like I remember that we got like a a brief explanation. Like I think like Doc Scratch said like some magic happened that tied the the Black Queens she turned into snowman's life to the life of the universe yeah um is there ever any explanation more than that is like that ever brought in again i no, i think that's just the end of the explanation okay i, I mean i'm fine with that just like this is so this is just a nod back to that i guess yeah okay so, so if, if that's an accurate description we are we we can infer here that like Spade Slick is now transported to a timeline where they're all alive, and they're all his friends. Great. Well, not that, but, like, they're all here now. Um, and, and, like, I'm not one to be super nitpicky, um, but it, it's, this, it's not quite how I remember it being used during the intermission, it, it, um, it's, it's a little weird, but also I'm fine with all the felt being here now under command of Spade Slicks. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It, it just kind of seems like a, like a convenience, I guess. Um, and like, you know, it's, I, I don't think it like ruins anything because the, a, a lot of people like, like to get harsh on like media properties for like having something like this like having some kind of retcon or change like this um but given that the like all the intermission stuff was like basically slapstick from what i remember it was a long time ago um i this is this is fine to me anyway uh the gang's all here now uh save snowman um and they're all uh they they have they, they see that uh slick has the big the big q staff and they're all like uh yep that's the boss all right <laughs> uh new under new management um miss paint is appointed to be uh the the number 8 um gr- uh awesome uh and uh we get we got a new gang in town um Spade Slick starts talking to Crowbar, uh, who is, uh, I believe Caliborn described him as the brains of the operation. Um, he's a smart one. Uh, he's down one Crowbar, though. Uh, wherever the Juju Breaker is, it's not here. So, uh, unfortunate. Dang. Um, they... I really like the I really like the way this this whole chunk is written. I gotta say, I, it's really fun. The the dialogue between Slick and Crowbar. Yeah, yeah, I, I I really like it. Um, it 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 just makes me wish that there was like more 
of the of like the Midnight Crew felt content because this is fun. Welcome it's to really fun. welcome to the club, buddy. Everybody wishes for that. <sighs> I'm a real Homestuck fan, but yeah, uh, it, it's pretty fun. So, uh, Slick asks like, "Yo, uh, where where can we can we get where where are we going?" Uh, and Kribar basically says like, "Hey, I can take you back to our old hideout." Um, it leads him back through the, the, back into the, the broken fifth wall, um, which takes them back out into a, the, the shattered remains of the, the felt mansion, uh, back in the fucking green sun. Horrifying. (laughs) We're, we're back in this universe, guys, for a little bit. Uh, the old universe visit. Um... So, uh, Spade Slick is like, hey, I don't want to hang out in the middle of the fucking sun. It's kind of hot in here. Uh, Krabar's like, alright, well, we can, we got an emergency exit, uh, and it's the clock. Remember the clock? So, they go back to, to, to Doc Scratch's quarters, um, which are now, thankfully, Doc Scratchless. Um, and, uh, the gang, uh, plays a bit of pool, a bit of table stickball. Um, and, uh, we, we, we come across the clock, which is now considerably, uh, greener, less fancy looking, down one, uh, Skya pendulum. I think it was Skya? No, it was, uh, was it, the sun? It, it was a cue ball. Oh, Because okay. the, the, the cue ball exploded during, uh, Doc Scratch's transformation into Lord English. Right. Okay. Okay. It's been a while. Forgive me. Um, so, the, the, so, uh, apparently the clock is the exit. Uh, uh, Slick is like, what do you mean we don't have a crowbar to open it? Uh, but it turns out that a, a good punch to it will do the job just fine. So, the whole felt, uh, plus Ms. Paint, plus Arthur, uh, climbs into Biscuit's oven, um, and, uh, and, and Slick, uh, inventories it um and uh proceeds through the clock uh but not before setting the entire place on fire classic classic slick we we love we love slick um and uh he comes out the other side in the lord english remote i think uh, i think this is one of the stupidest things to ever happen in the comic uh, I am inclined to agree. The, this was the the server that the Lord English program was like on in in the furthest ring. Yeah, and having that be also a door <laughs> connected to a clock in 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 Doc Scratch's apartment is so dumb. It is. Like objectively insanely funny that um the server that were that that looks like a remote. It looks tiny. Like it looks like like spade slick would fit in the palm of your hand here. Yeah. Um, it is objectively really fucking funny that that is is just a door to Scratch's room. Um, like. Like, when it was introduced to us, it was, like, the, this kind of, like, uh, mysterious, like, 
oh, we got this program running that will end the universe. Yeah. Like, that will execute ending the universe. Um, but, and it's literally just a fucking door to the guy's house so he could just come in here. It's so, it's so stupid. It's, it's so dumb, but I like it. I I love it. It's pretty great. Hussy can't keep, he great. can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> I think that this one is, is this one he can totally get away with. I love this one. Um, so, uh, Slick is pretty pissed off. This doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, he's out in the furthest room with a bunch of tentacle monsters. Um, but, uh, he, he spots Skya, um, and, uh, his, his anger quickly changes to excitement as he, he blasts off, uh, for the new session. And he joins, uh, Dirk and, I guess, I'm, I'm gonna call him Jack English, uh, out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah, Jack, Jack English is what everybody calls him. Uh, oh, I figured it was a, 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 Except for, like, the small portion of people who call him Union Jack, which I think is dumb and stupid. That's actually a really good name. No! It's bad! I think it's really good. I think it's clever. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm a sucker for that kind of stupid name. Whatever, man. Whatever. I'm over it. it... Okay. Alright. Alright. Um, let's see. Okay, so, uh, we got, we got, uh, we got Spades, uh, flying his way towards the new session. Um, we, we got so many Jacks in this session, it's not even funny anymore. Um, or we, we will shortly. Uh, so, we leave, uh, we leave that character, that set of characters, uh, um, and we, we go to a more classic one. Um, and we get this prolong. We go back to to John uh, sleeping, uh, on the battleship, uh, fuzzing out of existence, um, and he uh, he just he just blinks out of no he just blinks out of reality, uh, leaving the ring, uh, notably. And we get this big m- montage sequence of uh, John zapping in. And seeing some critical event in the comics. So he he first he sees uh WV ascending, flying over the the remains of the United of North America. Uh he sees himself on Loas, uh adventuring, um and he makes a sad face. Uh he he sees Vriska shortly after she was mutilated, um, and he's like, Oh yikes. He he sees uh, Jake kissing Dirk's decapitated head, uh, and he's disgusted by it. What 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 is our take on on John being homophobic? Um, <laughs> in complete fairness, Jake is kissing a decapitated human head. I mean, I don't know. It just seems a bit bigoted to me, especially during Pride Month. Come on, but. <laughs> But that is also a really, really funny way to look at it. <laughs> Absolutely cannot stand it. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I I think that it's really I think it's really funny either way you slice it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. 
Um, I love how stupid his little hands look on that panel as well. It's really great. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, he shows up, he appears before the Dolorosa. Um, it, she's holding the baby signless. Um, and she hisses at him. And he zaps back out of there. Uh, I don't know what implications this has for the lore. Um, but I guess it happened. Yeah. Um, he, he gets to witness, uh, the murder of ICP at the hands of, uh, Alpha Dave. Um, and even, he even gets to be part of his favorite movie, Con Air. Frightening. Um, the, the, the panel on 61.90. I was gonna say 61.89 is, there's something scary about it. I think, this is, this, like, like, these GIF panels are, like, it's something we haven't seen clearly since, like, fucking Act 2, like, with, like, the the bro puppet porn website um, shit, but, like, Hussey still has, like, a real knack for, like, editing GIFs in this weird way. Yeah. And, like, speeding it up and, like, reversing it, like, in an exact way to be really unsettling. <laughs> terrifying um very scary um but but as the sequence ends i i i think it is worth stating that every every time john zaps in the first panel in in like each of these little sequences uh has been a real panel that we've seen in the past and it's one of the least notable noticeable retcons like all of these are real panels that have been edited in the past but like they're way harder to notice. Like like with a blue glow? Yeah. The the like like I think the Dolorosa panel is like the best example. If you go back to this exact Dolorosa panel wherever it originally happened, you will see a blue glow uh that wasn't originally there in the the original run of the comic. Uh so these are all like real retcons that you can go back and look at. It's just they're the ones that nobody notices because it's way harder to notice than like an a, a whole arm just being there. <laughs> I was gonna ask if, like, any of these were, like, he's just standing there are, like, actual retcons, or if it's just the glow. It, it's just the glow from, like, the original Zap-In. Okay. Because, like, it, it, I, I feel like if there, like, if there was just a panel where, like, John was, like, standing in the background, like, inexplicably, <laughs> that would be, like, so much harder to process for a first-time reader. Like, why is he there? It'd be so scary. <laughs> Homestuck SCP, Homestuck Creepypasta. We need the 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 cut of Con Air where this just happens, and that's <laughs> the only difference. Um, I I, I also uh, sixty one ninety is such a funny page to me, um, because it, it just doesn't feel like anything else we've seen in the comic. It just like it just feels like this panel came in from space. It feels like an alien, <laughs> <laughs> but it's adorable. I love it. It's great. Um. Also, just a good reminder that he's still got a soft spot for this shitty-ass movie that he claimed he hated. I love it. Good stuff. But, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, we, uh, synthesizing, uh, a couple of things that we've just been going over. Uh, we, we are now, we, 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 we drop in on Caliborn, uh, shortly after finishing, uh, his, finishing his collection. He's got... 
the big guy this guy's name is cans right yeah it's cans and quarters yeah. are the two new ones yeah he's got the the biggest guy he's got cans and quarters he's crowing about his victory into the void a uh, hussy is not responsive um he's talking about how much he loves a huge green guy with big muscles um yeah uh he, he talks about how uh all he's got left in the session is the the black planet which is the the black queens um and his genius plan here is he recruited jack noir uh and it strikes him as a good idea to just always recruit jack noir and just do the same thing uh, whenever he needs to overthrow a queen um which i think is a great way of lampshading the whole jack cycle yeah um Jack, if I don't know, uh, keen-eyed readers will notice that Jack has just been stabbing Gamzee, um, which is probably my favorite, one of my favorite details in this reading. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Hussy is Hussy does not respond to any of Caliborn's messages, um, and uh, he he throws a tantrum um, and uh, chucks his little cow skull top on the ground uh and as he and as he throws his tantrum uh john zaps in and we get an intense stare down that fills out even more pages <laughs> where it's, nothing it's, happens it's a great stare down it is yeah um pretty good and then cans comes in and just fucking punches john out of the comic frightening page <laughs> implications are out the wazoo right now. John is existing in all kinds of space right now. Um, is there are there like any, so? This is this page where like your cursor is John. And you have to click on end of Act Six, intermission five, intermission six. Is there any, like Easter eggs on here, uh, or is it literally just scroll down and click the link? I think it's just that. I don't think there's That's any so Easter weird. eggs. I don't. I don't remember there being any. This is so weird. This this just feels like a page of Hussey being like, hey, look what I can do. We've had so many insane, epic Flash pages. We've had walk around. We've had games. I can make a little cursor guy fly around and scream. I wish he screamed. That'd be great. It's great uh, and then uh, John zaps back into the alpha session um, on Jake's planet and kind of wanders around a little bit he finds the window um and he's like oh does this mean that we're here do we make it and then he just kind of wanders around for a while and he decides to chill out at the the little venting stonehenge um the jaded fool's ennui <laughs> as it is called the slab of the jaded fool's ennui that's a great name it is um and, uh, he's, he's just gonna hang out there. Uh, we, we hit our, on our, our final, uh, little chunk here. We're well, not our final, but, uh, you know. We, we get a meteor, we get a meteor update. We get our final, uh, meteor update. Let's go! Um, it is, at last, entering the, the, the session zone. And we can also see that there's yet another jack. Uh, flying in, uh, from the furthest ring, pursued by, uh, what, what did, what, what, what do we call her? Uh, uh Super PM? 
I don't know if we decided on anything. I, I thought, the, I thought, I thought we were just still calling our PM. Uh, it, I'm curious. Is there like a is there like a fandom name for like ultimate form PM? Um, hang on. I aggressive mechanical keyboard sounds. <laughs> uh, there was something that that people used to call her. Uh, I could have sworn that we had like that, like this was brought up before, and like there was some name. Oh yeah. People would call her, uh, I think, Beck Blanc, or or something like that, as like that's a, so a parallel to noir. That's so stupid. Yeah. PM. She's still PM. Um. Anyway, the meet the meteor is closing in, uh, in hot pursuit by, uh, uh, Jack, our, our original Jack. And PM. Um, and as the meteor flies by the planets in the session, uh, Karkat freaks the fuck out um, because this this poor man has not learned how to chill the fuck out yet. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, he's he's like, oh, we're all gonna fucking die. We're gonna crash. It's gonna be horrible. Um. Rose uh, says, you know, I'm sure everything is going to be fine. Um, Terezi looks like she's having a great time. Uh, I don't know what changed on her end, but she looks... She's she's looking hyped in in this panel um, on 6225. Uh, and uh, in the midst of all this freaking out, they start to hear some errant barks. Uh, Dave and Karkat start to flip out at each other. Um, and then suddenly, uh, Jade appears in, in evil mode. Oh! Nightmare. This is unfortunate. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I got really worried on 6228 when I saw that the mayor was standing in front. (laughs) (laughs) I got really scared. Fear, Um, fear, absolute fear. Also, Gamzee is visible in this panel. He sure is. Um, I don't like that. I want him to go away. I would like him to leave. Wouldn't we all? Yeah. Uh, Jade says, uh, hey guys, uh, long time no see. Really, really great um, Jade panel on 6229. I think this is really, sick. I think it's really great art. Yeah, it looks really sick. I'm a big fan of it. Um, I wish that she wasn't about to, to kill all of our friends. <laughs> Um, I also nominate 6230 as, like, the new best panel. It's good, Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a top tenor, I think. I'm a really huge fan of this one. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, we, we drop off of that crew, and, uh, we get another epic flash, um, of John losing his fucking mind... Uh, doing magic tricks and shit, ironing his pants, building a little uh, suburb house out of cards, and then suddenly, all of his all of his friends are just teleported in. Let's go! 
I really have to I really have to give a shout out to like the the um choreography of this flash. Yeah, it's the good. Music. Yeah. It's so great. Um but yeah, the whole meteor gang is here. Um the Dave, Carcat, Terezi, the mayor, Rose and Kanaya, they're all here. They're all back. And John is ecstatic about it. What are they doing here? What's going on yeah. with the meteor? <laughs> yeah, what what's Jade doing? Hmm. Much to hmm. think about. I wonder if anything happened there that we didn't get to see. Surely not. <laughs> that'll be that'll be strange. Where's Gamzy? <laughs> Where is Gamzy? Like you know, I want to know, but also I don't want to know. I don't want to have to think about him. <laughs> um, the best thing the games he did this reading was getting stabbed by Jag. So true. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, we get our uh, we are we we hit the end of year four mark. Man. Um, and I believe that we are now entering the land of the hiatus. We are. Uh, yep. As as you can see, there is there is no disc three. My God. Um, the end. It's the end of Homestuck. Yep. What hiatus are you talking about? The comic's over. Well, the thing is that there's like a link at the bottom of like if you if you go to the page of Caliborn laughing, if you scroll down far enough, there's a link that says Act Six, Act Six. And I assume that there's a page if you click that link. So I don't think the comic is over yet. No, it's just a... That's just a trick. That's a... That's an optical illusion. Oh. I guess we're done then. Uh, yeah. The the first major hiatus. The, the Megapause. Um, let me look up how long the Megapause is. Uh, I can go to the next page and then not, no, don't do that. Just go back really fast. No, you you cannot do that. Let me, you don't do that. Okay. The fine. That page is special, and you need to experience it like on on the first click. Like, uh, okay. The the mega pause lasted from April fourteenth, twenty thirteen, to June twelfth, twenty thirteen. Which is not that long when you think That's about it, but it's, it's it's long in Homestuck standards. <laughs> oh, it's about, about to get a lot longer than that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, refresh my mind. What year did the comic end? Twenty sixteen. Okay, so by my estimate, we're we have about uh the the, the comic is about. 8,000 pages long. We have somewhere in the neighborhood of 2,000 to go. So, uh, I guess 6,000 over four years, and then 2,000 over three. Nightmare. Um, I, I, I'm not an expert, but that, that, that would suggest that, uh, we're about to get some, some heavy pauses coming up. Yeah. All right. But we're not going to notice them. That's true. It's very weird. Um, I, I like now we're at the point of the comic where, like, I mean, I'm, we're like the. I feel like the culture of like first experiencing Homestuck was like very rooted in like update culture. Yeah. 
Um, and I was never part of that when the pauses were this long. Yeah. Uh, when, because I was a current reader at this point, and when when this pause came around, I was like, dang, a couple months without Homestuck? That's scary. And then mm-hmm. the <laughs> there there's a pause that was like no Homestuck updates for an entire year, and I man, it's gonna feel yeah. it's gonna feel weird when we get to that point and we get to the end of the episode, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, this update came out on this date, and then this the 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 what we're covering next week was a year later. That's gonna be frightening and scary because we're we're just gonna jump to the next week like it's nothing. Uh, when yeah, I, we could just do that. Or, or we can, <laughs> we can, we can do a, we could do a Homestuck podcast hiatus and not post anything for an entire year. And it'd be very funny, right? <laughs> I think, I think that's terrible marketing. If you say so. <laughs> uh, but also it would be really funny. Um, but also I, I already struggle to remember how to do episodes like week to week. And it would it would just be a nightmare if we had to do the last chunk of the comic like that. Yeah. <laughs> um Don't worry, I've got I've got fun stuff in store for, for future readings to Epic. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. I look forward to it. Uh, um but as I said, I think I told you I either said it at the beginning of this episode or just before we started recording. This is the end of part three of Homestuck. Uh there's only one part left, and that's scary. It's all coming to yeah. a close. Uh, I, I I made a tweet about it last night, but I I have officially charted the page ranges for the rest of the comic. I I can officially point to a day in the future and say this is when we're gonna finish Homestuck, approximately. If it, 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 we might we might do a couple weeks off in there, but. I have an approximation of of when in the future this is all going to be over and we'll move on to the next thing, which is scary and I don't like thinking about. That is scary. It's like reckoning with your own death. Yeah. Um, but uh, what did you think of part three of Homestuck? I think it was pretty dang cool. Um, I I I kind of I look forward to part four. Um. I guess this is like a good, like a impromptu retrospective point. Yeah. Um, let me, let me, let me, let me think about this for a second here. Um, I really liked the alpha. So so part three, I'm going to guess is everything from like, it was this chunk of act six. It was like part two ended with cascade. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like in totality, um, I like the alpha kids a lot. Um, I think they had a bit of a rocky start, maybe. Um, and it certainly wasn't helped by, like, them coming in at the apex of this other story. Yeah. Um, that was, that just had this insane climax. Um, but I think that the, I think that they've definitely earned their spot as characters in, in this comic. Um, I, all of the, I think most of the development stuff with them has been really strong. Like, I feel like, uh, I can comfortably, like, seat, like, Roxy and Dirk, like, in the, in the solid, like, uh, maybe at this point, like, in the solid, like, um, 
maybe second rung of like homestuck characters like at this at the top we have like our riskas and our daves um and then like but uh i think roxy and dirk especially have managed to really cement themselves as really really good characters who i like a lot yeah um the the all like the beta character stuff um i think that it maybe could have been executed a bit better um, I still am a little bit salty. I'm, like, both, like, salty and, like, thankful that, like, uh, a good chunk of the good beta kid stuff that we got here was, like, sprinkled in open bound. Um. Uh, we've, I, I vented my frustrations with Terezi and Dave Sprite the past couple episodes, because I feel like there were some characters who just got completely shafted. Yeah. Um, but I guess that, I I don't know if it's unavoidable, but it's kind of hard to avoid when most of the spotlight time is going to go to the Alpha Kids and to, like, the lore expansion that happened, because we got a lot of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I liked, I liked uh, most of the Beta Kids stuff we got, um, but I kind of wish that, like, I, I feel like it could have been improved upon, but I can't be too down on it, because I think that of what we, of... I just kind of wish there was more of it. Of what we got, I think was pretty good, and what wasn't pretty good was lesser. I think just because there, it was all it was for those characters. Yeah. Um, I think all the lore stuff is cool. I can't. I I feel like Homestuck is like so absurd in its lore and like storytelling that like I can't be too critical of the, of any like new stuff it brings in. Um. Having like felt lore is really <laughs> funny to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I liked the I liked the kind of digging into like the origin story of Lord English. Um, and I I think that that's like a really it's it's I think that Act Five like had a really cool like establishment of a villain. Um, and then I think this gave background on him in a cool way. Uh. Although maybe they could have could have maybe used like a showdown at some point at the end of Act Five or something. Yeah. Um. But you know what? It's it's pretty neat. I'm, I'm liking Caliborn. Um. And if the, if there's anything with like the cherub stuff, um, it's a little bit fucked up to me how like I remembered Calliope being a character like at the tail end of me caring about Homestuck uh, as a current reader. Yeah. Um. And then she's just gone. <laughs> it happens. You know. It's just, yeah. It's, just, it's, it's one of those things. <laughs> just a really strange byproduct of, like, the way that I consumed it and exactly where I stopped as a reader. Yeah. For the first time. Although, she, you know, we did see her in the Dream Bubbles, and I think that was the last we heard from her. Uh, so, maybe, 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 yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing her again. I wouldn't mind getting some background on that. Um... Yeah, all in all, um, I guess now that it's like it, now that like it's closed, it does kind of feel like a, like a like a cohesive chunk of the comic. Yeah. Um, and that is that is that is cool when you can like look at things and like mark out like all right, this is the this part of the action. Um, I don't know, I'm a structure fan. But yeah, um, I would say uh, part three, I'm still still very positive on the comic. Uh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was a lot of it was like a very cool evolution of it um and uh yeah excited to see where part four brings us i i am so glad 
uh, because part four is where it all falls apart and you're going to hate the comic. Sweet. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be a fun ride. Uh, but this part, this part was interesting for me because like, l- like I said earlier, like we, we've reached the point where I became a current reader. Uh, and, and with that, like we, we've gotten into stuff that's, that was like way more fresh in my memory and like my feelings on have kind of been solidified. Like going into part four is, is going to be interesting because like, that's some of the stuff that like when I think Homestuck, like that's, that's the first stuff that I think of. Interesting. Uh, uh, and I love part four. Uh, my my opinion on Homestuck now now that we have crossed into stuff that I easily remember and have more concrete opinions on uh, the my my enjoyment of Homestuck is is linear. It goes up, uh, and I'm I'm very interested to see how you react to part four uh, because it's definitely it's definitely divisive within the the small number of people who stuck around that far <laughs> i for one am excited to finally be able to make my heel turn and turn this into a much more uh aggressive podcast where we just argue with each other the whole time absolutely we're we're gonna be able to get into that like next episode because like the start of next episode is where uh it's immediately like oh that's what this is going to be like for the rest of the comic. Fuck yes. I'm so excited. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be so good. And I'm sure, I'm sure our listeners will love listening to us argue over the, the age old question of is Homestuck good? Because it may get way more contentious in here. All right. So that's good and all, but there's an elephant in the room before we cross over to there. What, what, what is the elephant? And you may have, you may have noticed while reading on your uh, do you use the unofficial at a homestuck collection app to do your readings oh no i'm still using the website ah well uh listeners may have noticed that as you finish up uh act five acts act six act what is it act six intermission five um Kenai listeners may have noticed a little window pop up at the bottom corner of the app, which says uh, that new material has been unlocked, and that new material is none other than Namco High. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and so, I must ask, do we give a single flying fuck about Namco High? I'm gonna say no. Uh, it, like, it's, I never played it. Like, I never touched it, I never bothered with it, because I don't care. Um, I think, I, we can just go ahead and talk about Namco High and my thoughts on it. I think it, it is a byproduct of, at the time, Hussey was very much trying to branch out the Homestuck brand, and probably try to, like, get closer with, like, bigger name companies in hopes of, like, expanding homestuck uh I, I i very much believe that because this is this is like around the time of the kickstarter like we've already had kickstarter jokes the the kickstarter stuff was happening i think by this point the kickstarter has ended uh 
Uh-huh. I don't think a developer had been announced yet, but I I believe that like Hussey was trying to get like a team at Namco to make the game. Wow. That's my theory. Because Namco High came out of nowhere. Uh and it was it was a sub studio that was like dedicated to like comics and stuff. And they, they like published their own comics. And it, it it made me believe that like Hussey was originally trying to get like a publishing deal with that Namco substudio and like have the Homestuck comic be printed through them and to have Hive Swap be developed within that studio as well. And like that's that's been my long running theory because like it, it it doesn't make any sense for Namco High to exist like at all, and the the studio like got dissolved like a year later, <laughs> so like nothing nothing else could have come from it. So I don't know. Namco High is weird. Like play it if you want to. It is literally just a a, a Namco dating sim, but Homestuck characters happen to be in it, and it's also written by Hussey. Like that's it. Yeah, I'm looking at the 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 page on it that like is included in the collection, which I assume is just ripped whole cloth from like some from like a website. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, and it's it. I don't I don't know any of these characters. Um, except you don't know uh, you don't know Galaga. <laughs> I know Gal. I, I was gonna say like except like I know like Galaga. I know Mister Driller. You don't know Cousin like, from Katamari? I know Katamari. Um, I know exists anyway. But, like, for... Uh, I guess Time Crisis is also a game. That's an arcade game. It's a cool one. Um, but, like, for seemingly no reason, like, Terezi, Jane, and Dave Sprite... I'm are... fine with Dave Sprite. Dave Sprite makes sense to me. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Dave Sprite, but Dave Sprite being in this game is, like, the one Homestuck character that makes sense to me. I think you could put Dave Sprite in anything. Yeah. Um, and I would be fine with it. Um, but yeah. Uh, there's... Also, like, a, a, a lot of... A lot of fucking, uh, people credited. Like, I don't... I, this is just so strange to me. That, like this exists. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like the, the the fact that this exists and came out, and then a year later the studio just got dissolved, is is so funny. I, I think this game killed the studio. <laughs> I th- I think Homestuck just taints anything that it touches. I think the 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 weirdest thing about like the 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 team section is that Hussey is listed first. Like, did he write the whole thing? Creative director. Hmm. Okay, he's not credited as head writer. There are there are other writers. But yeah. He's the... <sighs> Maybe he pitched it. Maybe he pitched it to Namco. It is bizarre that like not only does it exist, but Hussey directed it. Yeah. Um. Uh, not to mention that this this has been scrubbed from like online. I'm pretty sure like you if if you really yeah like you cannot access this like. On, like, any Namco site, there's no... I, I think there's, like, a backup of it somewhere by a Homestuck fan. 
But it's like that and this are like the only ways to play this game now. And if you if you Google it, the first result is from the MSPA fan wiki. Yeah, it, it it's been it's been pretty scrubbed from online. Uh, it's such a weird thing. <laughs> it's... Yeah, like the yeah. So this is a mirror. This is like the same mirrored thing from the from the collection. But this is hosted on a fan domain. Um. Oh my god. Yeah. You. If you. Yeah. When you look. When you look it up, like you get like a polygon article about it before you get anything official. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? I. I didn't know that this was like removed from the internet. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Okay, so according to the Namco wiki, which I don't know how reliable it is, uh, Namco was released on December 17th, 2013, and shut down on July 1st, 2014. This was online for, like, six and a half months. Yeah. What? Shifty Look, which is the name of of the, the subsidiary of Namco that, like, did this uh they 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 printed a bunch of web comics by printed i think they were i think they're just available online i don't know if they did any actual physical printing um and they made two games this being one of them i believe well three games one was canceled uh it's yeah it's 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 also weird it's 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 such a weird blip in like internet history that like everyone forgets existed. It feels like a fucking anomaly. Like this feels like an SCP. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the more I read, I feel like this is like a do not research. Like I feel like if I keep looking up things about, I'm going to disappear. Yeah, just the just the sentence. From Homestuck creator Andrew Hussey and universally acclaimed video game developer Namco Bandai Games comes an all-new gaming experience, Namco High. That feels like a horrible curse <laughs> that, like, <laughs> kills you in seven days if you speak it out loud. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Oh my god. Alright, alright. Okay, um, we're not, we're not doing a Namco High episode. Maybe we will. Maybe, uh, maybe we can make that, like, a Patreon incentive. Um, and then do it, like, in a couple of years. Um, but, okay, okay, we're not gonna do Namco High before the next reading. Um, man, that is, that is a weird old trip down memory lane. It's like, it, it, like, showed up one day, and everyone on Tumblr was like, yo, what the fuck, Dave Sprite is in this game. <laughs> I, I, I saw so many people posting about playing it. And I just never bothered with it. I saw so many memes on Tumblr about it. And then it's like it just vanished from everywhere. Everyone's minds, gone. Nobody wants to remember <laughs> Namco High. Namco probably took somebody out and shot them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright. Alright, well I think that's enough about fucking Namco High. Um... Oh my god, it's something on my mind like I can completely slipped my mind um right 
so I guess uh, this is probably as, as good as any an opportunity to, to close out the episode. Um, but uh, I, I believe that we have an impromptu announcement, which is that we are not going to have an episode next week. Um, John is busy. Yeah, having a, having a little meetup with online friends, so I'm going to be busy and won't have time for Homestuck. I'm going to be too busy showing people my horrible hometown. So, uh, so for once, uh, this is a, this is a heads up. There will not be an episode next week. Um, so I guess, uh, moving up in the world, we're actually planning our, our, our breaks. Um, oh my God. I'm, hold on. I'm, I'm looking at more uh, Namco high stuff. The, oh my God. The, oh my God. The creator of She-Ra, like the new, the newer She-Ra series that's on Netflix worked on Namco high. <laughs> What is the what is Namco High? What happened? What happened on the <laughs> development team of Namco High? This is so scary. <laughs> I don't want to look anymore. To, I gotta close these tabs. I feel like um, I, I feel like gotta I gotta find something that I we don't want to know. <laughs> All right, um, John, what are we reading next? Uh, what are we reading next episode? Why did I close the document? I. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hang on. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's... Uh, next time, uh, post-Megapause, uh, with our week off, uh, we're we going to be reading pages 6243 to 6376. That seems like a lot. Um, I guess we'll, I guess we'll get into it. Um, shall we wrap this one up hmm shall we i think oh wow we 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 managed to pad this one out yeah namco high ate up a lot of time (laughs) (laughs) sure let's let's take it to the close all right awesome well uh i'm a uh you've been listening to a homestuck podcast i'm aiden i'm john uh john would like to shout out our patrons absolutely shout out to the big six gareth f Simon Martins, Corin, Aubrey W, Ina Ian Darsh. Thanks for money. Based. Love you guys. Thanks for money. Uh, reminder that if you want to get the episodes uh, a couple of days early at the start of the weekend instead of on Monday, uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash hpcast and uh, give us your money. Absolutely. Um, or if you just want to hear hear me say your name, uh, yes. it costs even less money to do that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's an epic deal. Um, you can also get access to our intermission episodes, uh, a month before they come out to the general public. Um, our most recent one is, uh, still Promare, the, yeah, the, yeah. the gay firefighter movie from Tr- Studio Trigger. Uh, those come out whenever we feel like it. Um, so, uh, yeah, go over to patreon.com slash HPcast, check that out. Uh... Also, remember to uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash ahpcast. I gotta start shilling that one, too, I think. And you can join our Discord server, too, um, which is linked on the Twitter. Um, okay, so 
it only took uh like 60 episodes but i i, I started shouting that out that was everything um, wow crazy we gotta build we gotta build up a we gotta build up as much of a base as possible for when we get to the epilogues and then it can just become like this horrible nightmare of us yelling at each other absolutely um so yeah we, we turned it into a that mindset into a grind set oh um just I, I just remembered uh I, I feel like this is noteworthy uh to say like on air but we recently passed uh 10k listens so thanks Whoa. thanks everybody for listening that's crazy uh i, I did that's the cal- so many i did the calculations that's like it, it's like an average of like 150 listeners per episode something like that oh my oh my fucking god that is insane Dude, I remember when we first hit like a hundred listens, and it was crazy. <laughs> it's gonna keep getting crazier. Wait till we get to one billion. <laughs> oh my god, we're taking the world by storm! Finally, Hussy will have to come on the podcast. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I guess that's a great point to uh, say uh, thank you to all of our listeners. Um, that's insane that we have that many. Uh, that is epic win. I think. Uh, so yeah, shout out to all of you. Uh, we love we love you all. Um, big ups. Keep on being cool. Um, also, a uh, big shout out to Alex, our editor and artist. Um, does all of the heavy lifting around here. Uh, we love him. Um, I I guess by the time that this goes up, uh, if you if you tuned in to our 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 panel at SawCon over the weekend, uh, he did the, the, the little rant sonas that we use and they're adorable. Um, so good. So yeah, big ups, uh, shout out. So yeah. Um, what do I say at this point? Uh, catch us again, uh, next time, um, as we get into part four of Homestuck with pages, 6243 to 6376, apparently inviting imminent controversy. Um, see you guys. See ya. Bye.